first weeks of the election year have been full of high drama. New parties, new alliances, shock resignations. One resignation that has more than one country talking is that of Mr. Khaleb Kachalia. Welcome, sir. Nice to be with you again. I did not one second. <laughs> For those of our viewers who have not yet read your letter of resignation, please recap it for us. Well, I made a number of points in my resignation. I, I laid out chronologically what happened since, um, since Hamas made that horrible attack on the 7th of October, and Israel responded, and what my views were, which were played. I, was, I, I criticized Hamas's attack, but I thought that Israel's response was to put it mildly over the top, to kill 30,000 people, majority of whom are women and children, uh, and to continue doing it and flatten an entire country or an entire region is, 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 is beyond the pale. So I am st extremely exercised by this from a human rights point of view, and I made my points about it and said that this is an evolving genocide and it's, it must stop. And uh, the party under the leadership of John Stenison took great exception to this, that A, I had said what I said, and B, that I had flouted a, a caucus decision which he made to, uh, that only the, the, the spokesman on uh, international affairs would speak on the subject. I said no. I said very plainly, I didn't hide it, I didn't do it surreptitiously. I said, I will not be silenced. I said, this is a matter of considerable moral and human rights concern. On issues like this of extreme polarization of opinion, like they are on the death penalty, like they would be on the subject of abortion, where you have extreme religious views and extreme feminist views and very strong views, you allow freedom of expression and you allow a free vote, if you like, on it. You don't put a lid on. You don't tell people not to speak. You don't say what, I don't like what you're saying, even if you don't say that openly, and you use some excuse to say only this person can speak. And then when I say, that's not good enough, I'm going to speak, you fire me from the cabinet, from the shadow cabinet, I say, that's fine. That's your prerogative. You're the leader of the, uh, on the shadow cabinet. It's your cabinet. You can fire it, whoever you want to. But I'm an MP. I'll go and sit on the sidelines. Don't expect me to keep quiet. I'll continue to do my job. I'll do my job well. When you evaluated me, when the chief of evaluated me, uh, my score was 100% in my, in, my, in my portfolio. So clearly I'm doing a good job. But don't, let, don't ask me to keep quiet. And I was not quiet. I continued to be vociferous. Then, some time later, when South the South African government made the application to the International Court of Justice and said, listen, we're going to uh, bring an action against Israel to ensure that A, the violence stops, and B, that there is a, uh, we're seeking uh, a, it to be defined as genocide, as such. And I supported that. There are many things I don't support about the South African government. You know this in our discussions in the past, but 
were they right? They're right in my view. And this, I believe, they were right on. So I supported them. I made the, the, uh, the, I agreed to the TV interview. And I said this in the TV interview. Oh, that resulted in conniptions from, from John Stearnason and his leadership, uh, little couturier. And he, uh, 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 through using Emma Powell, who's the spokesman, sent me the most vituperative letter, which is all in my bundle of documents that I that I put out there for the public, uh, to say, look, uh, I'm not. Uh, uh, well, she said uh, that she's reporting me for uh, for disciplinary proceedings. She's reporting me to be red flagged. Uh, uh, that means I can't stand as a. As a, as a candidate in the uh, for the 24, elec 20, 24 elections, none of which is within her purview. They've got that wrong for starters. She can't do those things. Uh, but anyway, FedEx, uh, the federal executive, looked at this and said, no, we're not going to do that because there was opposition. There were people who felt that I'd been harshly treated and they spoke out for me. And uh, But they, they decided to issue me with a gagging order, a so-called cease and desist order, which basically says... Go and sit in the corner. You can, you can say, don't mention the law. You can say nothing about this issue. You can speak about how wonderful John Stenison is. You can speak how wonderful the DA is. You can speak about how bad the ANC is. You can talk about the, the flowers in your garden. You can talk about the food in your kitchen. But don't mention the law. Uh, so uh, I said, no, 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 this doesn't work. I will not be gagged in this fashion. They also said, you can't tell anybody that we've issued you with this statement, uh, with this uh, cease and desist order. Otherwise, you'll be fired from the party. During this period, going right back to the start, I'd said to John Stianazen, let's meet. He rebuffed that. I asked formally to the executive, to the structures, for mediation, formal mediation. Ignored. At 5 to 12, when I send the draft of my resignation letter, to Helen uh, Zilla, she sends it on to John for him to look at. Uh, it's not firm yet. It's it's we're discussing. Um, he says, "Okay, I will agree to mediation, but Khalid must apologize first. So I say, "What is the matter with this man? Does he not understand the word mediation and how the process evolves?" Mediation is you appoint mediators, someone appoints mediators, you have a say in it, you sit down the two parties, you discuss, eventually through the mediation, the mediation determines who's going to apologize on what, who's not going to apologize, and what's the way forward. You don't put a caveat up front and say, apologize first so I don't speak with you. You know, uh, 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 say you're sorry, I won't give you my sweets. That's kindergarten stuff. But anyway, that's what happened. Additionally, there's no policy on this matter. There never has been policy on this matter since 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 2010. There's been no policy on this matter. When I came to Parliament, I asked for policy on this matter. It was rebuffed. They said, "No, don't put uh, resolutions before Congress. The media will blow it up. It will hurt us. Don't worry. We'll have a policy conference. You will be perfectly involved. We will thrash out policy on this." Never happened. To date, it hasn't happened. There are only statements by John Stiernes and big four pages of bullet points saying what he thinks. 
it's never been tabled at Congress, uh, at federal uh, council or federal Congress. It's never been ratified by any of those bodies. So it's not policy. It's what he believes. And then he uses that to say that I have flouted policy. Then I pick on up on this and I look at that policy statement that he makes and that Emma makes, Emma Powell may, uh, uh, echoes. And I look at what I said to the, uh, on TV and my other statements. And I use sophisticated AI technology to compare the statements to see if there's any transgression of policy. There's none. So then in addition to this, this sets the ball rolling. This is the the the, the 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 prod, if you like, and I begin thinking about the the authoritarianism that's rooted now under Tenajian's leadership in the party. I look at I look at the the drift to the right, uh, as happens globally in politics at the moment. Sadly, uh, you know, in 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 the so-called moonshine pact or whatever it's called. Uh, uh, where you you get uh, uh, a tunadering with the Africana bond of all people uh, that tells you in which direction this is going. So I say to them, look, man, you're fishing in the same old pond of DA voters. You'll pick up some of the few that you lost to the Freedom Front before under Musing Maimani, but you're not going to win by these sorts of attitudes and this blinkered attitude towards issues that are close to the majority of South Africans' hearts who understand apartheid and who understand the disposition of land and you are making statements which are tone deaf to that. You are not going to win the hearts and minds of those people and you, a, result, a, a result is going to be that you will just up your vote by a little if you're lucky into the early 20%. Uh, uh, that doesn't shift the dial. That doesn't deal in any way, shape, or form with the ANC and its hegemony. Because the ANC will certainly come down in the, in votes, but depending on how far they come down, uh, it will dictate who, to whom they need. The rats and mice parties, whether they need the, the Incarta, whether they need the ACDP or the ACDC, whatever it's called, uh, they, or they will need uh, 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 the Freedom Front Plus even. Uh, and lastly, you, because you're a little bit bigger, you don't talk to the bigger people first, you talk to the smaller people first, because the big, bigger people have got more leverage. So that's the route the ANC will take. And I say this this is this is untenable. It cannot go. And, and in addition to that, I say the system is broken. Can't you see this? This is what the country is saying by and large. This is why people are not voting in the numbers that they should vote. Why they're not registering in the numbers that they should register. Because this particular parliamentary system is rooted, is, 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 is back in the dark ages. It's in an Edwardian drawing room. It is not in the technological age. It doesn't, it does not deal with the sentiments and wishes of of constituencies, it deals with the with the party's whims once it's been elected, and the power of the purse of the people who fund those parties. That's not how it should be. Democracy should be more fluid and more direct. 
And thank God we're moving in that direction in terms of in terms of uh, the allowance now of uh, of independent candidates. That's going to prove difficult, and it's going to take some time to evolve. But the road has started. The constituency now begins to have a voice. You can vote for somebody and hold them to account. My view is that there should be far more integrative and technologically integrative uh, uh, mechanisms that allow constituents and voters to have an input into what their representative says and does. And that then gets championed in parliament. That's democracy. And that's, that's technological democracy, not Edwardian wood panel room democracy. Good Lord, we live in the 21st century, not the 18th century. And all of these points in some way, shape, or form I've made in my in, in my various submissions and also putting out the documents uh, that are out there. I've also pointed out, as a report picked up today, uh, uh, that, uh, uh, you know, they've, they, they're spending 300,000 rands a month on some American consultancy to, 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 to advise them in elections and to do PR work for them and lobby. This woman, Riva Levinson, who they've appointed, Google her. She, she comes from a, from a past where she, where she whitewashed uh, 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 Sudanese dictators, where she acted for Jonas Savimbi in the old apartheid days. Mm, this doesn't sit nicely with me. I'm sorry. So there you have it. Thank you, sir. What uh, what has been the response nationally and internationally to your resignation? Look, there's been lots of interest in it. People have have, have reported on it. People have 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 approached me privately. There's been public discourse on the subject. The the DA has been under the spotlight as a result on the issue of Gaza, on the issue of its own internal uh, machinations, and on the issue of John Steen Hazen's leadership. I think that's good. There needs to be a shake-up. And, and, you know, people who say, uh, uh, you know, no, 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 let's not talk about this because we've got enough problems in this country. Let's focus on our own problems. No, no, no. Would you have said that to me if I lived in the 1930s in Europe that I should keep quiet about what Hitler was beginning to do in, I mean, Auschwitz was the end of the process. It was the final horrible, disgusting solution It was that it was genocide. That was genocide. When it started with Kristallnacht, that wasn't genocide, but that was horrendous. But the continuum led to genocide. And as Dietrich Bonhoeffer said, you can't keep quiet on these things because in the end they'll come for you. So that's my answer to people who say, keep quiet. I would imagine that you have many options. Are you in a position yet to share details of your future with us? I'm not in a position to share details because there are no concrete details. I have got, I'm of course supplying my mind. I'm not going to sit in my garden and plant daisies. Uh, I, I'm, going to, I'm going to continue my active involvement. I'm an actively involved person. Uh, now, I will be driven by a number of load stars, if you like. I will be driven by helping to deliver economic prosperity in this country in whatever way, shape, or form. I will be driven by championing human rights. 
I will be driven by aspects of social justice and I will be driven by applying my mind to the expansion of direct democracy. Now those four pillars, if you like, will guide what I do, whether it is in active politics in another shape or form, formally active, whether it is in pressure politics from an NGO perspective or some other perspective like that, whether it is from an advisory capacity in consultancy in this particular area, or whether it is in uh, business generation that 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 assists in, in, in investment and the building of economic prosperity in this country. Those are the broad categories I'm looking at, and it will settle somewhere in there. Now, sir, as a member of um, one of South Africa's most iconic struggle families, how do you feel today about the future of our country? Look, we're at a very difficult juncture. We are we're economically in a very parlous position. I don't have to tell anybody, don't have to quote any statistics, apart from you just look at the statistics in terms of our unemployment rate, look at the statistics in terms of our youth unemployment rate, it's horrendous. Look at our statistics in terms of our shrinking GDP, look at the statistics on every single level, every marker for the economy is not good. Then we don't need to talk about the chamors that ESCOM is, the chamors that uh, Transnet is, the chamors that Danel is, the chamors that SAA is and was, and those are not small little entities. Those are behemoths, and they have a direct impact on the political economy and economy specifically of our country. Uh, so we are in a mess. In additionally, additionally, it's election year, election in a few months' time. Everybody's out there with a the promise that they will promise the world they'll give you pie in the sky when you die. We know the story. It's the same old story. These things don't wash. There needs to be a fundamental change and there needs to be a fundamental break. And the seeds are being sown and that has got to be plowed and moved forward. The beginning has begun. It's, it's a journey now. And, and I'd like to be part of that because we, we have a wonderful country. We have wonderful people. We have wonderful resources but we can't continue in this old paradigm that doesn't deliver and that is, that is held back by the dictates of certain people in certain parties of how they run things and the power of the purse that gives them the money to do what they want to do but keeps a direct or indirect control of what they say and what they do. We need transparency. If we carry on like this, I'd like to see every single politician in parliament wearing a jumpsuit, a white jumpsuit, you know, like the like the Formula One racing drivers have to have had, and they have little badges here and badges here and badges there of different sizes showing 
who supports them and who gives them this much money, then we'll know what's going on. Thank you. That was Mr. Khaleb Kachalia speaking to Biz News following his resignation from the Democratic Alliance. I'm Christine. Thank you, sir. 